Stoveleg Media, igniting conversation. Alex is sick. This is the Fact Off. Welcome to the Fact Off, your weekly battle of facts, y'all. Alex is the host, not a slack off. Mike's got the facts that'll smack y'all. But don't worry, cuz Pat's got your back, y'all. It's the Fact Off. Let's get this party started. I'm the fill-in host, Mike, and I'm here with my good buddy, Pat. How are you, Mike? How you doing? Good. I'm just I'm just streamlining the whole process. Alex is out sick, and I want to make this a fantastic episode. Maybe just cutting, cutting through the rules. No one knows what this show is about anymore. Well, it's a weekly show where we each bring a fact, and you, the listener, vote on your favorite one. So... You can do that at factoffpodcast.com. Uh, Alex never really plugs it because uh, he always gets it wrong. <laughs> Wait, are these facts random and obscure? No, no, the only random and obscure facts are the ones uh, that come from your fact calendar. That's true. They are pretty random and obscure. But we're not getting into Pat's fun facts yet. Not yet. Well, eh. it's too early <laughs> it's in the show. Up. You have to have some uh, playful band banter and have a little fun yeah how was your week uh did you enjoy yourself i did i went to a wedding on uh saturday and i've never done this because i never usually drink liquor but i've recently gotten into old fashions and it turns out um when you have an open bar uh drinking about like 10 or more old fashions is a bad idea yeah i would expect that that's a lot of old fashions yeah uh, it- <laughs> How'd you make it home? Oh, my uh, my parents drove it, so it's part of the plan. And your your parents just drive you home. How embarrassing! Not Uh, not for me. I was fine. (laughs) You you don't remember a thing. Yeah, I'm I'm old enough to not be embarrassed that my parents take me home. It's better than like dying, I guess. The alternative is better than running somebody over with your vehicle. Yeah. Um, I I got a kind of funny uh, parental story about uh going out in the town a little bit so it's the time of season where we go out shopping that sort of thing and my wife wants to go out shopping for presents or whatever we're looking for and we got super famished and the thing we Good could think of to eat was five guys you know five guys always hits the spot well can you go to five guys as as a, as a vegan yeah you can uh they have uh I don't love their, it's like a vegetable sandwich. It's like lettuce and tomato on a sandwich. And like they have mushrooms <laughs> and stuff. But uh, Oh, you, they do grill the mushrooms and onions and all that stuff. Yeah, so you get that on like a roll. But the fries, you get like your weight in fries. You buy a small and you get like the size of a small child. <laughs> they do give you a crap ton. I wish you could just tell them to fry them like double though because a lot of times they're soggy. Um, yeah. I don't know why, but I think they're just always so busy. They're just in a rush to pull them as fast as possible. It is one of those things you forgive them because you have so many, though. Like you're- yeah. I, I I love their fries, especially with the Cajun seasoning, but they need to be crispy. I just search, search the pile of fries for the crispiest <laughs> ones. Um, But then the next day, uh, I was talking to my father-in-law, and I said, hey, he was telling us about his night, and he let he said, oh, we also went to Five Guys. That's fine. Like I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> on the same night, and I'm like, I asked him what cl- location, and he's like, okay, it's this location. I'm like, that's the location we were at, 
and I was like trying to line up the time to see if uh, he was there at the was same time. We <laughs> we just missed them, and then we remember something in our minds. We're like, oh, when we were leaving the Five Guys restaurant and pulling out of the parking lot, we were in the left turn lane, and we remember a car from the right lane doing a U-turn and cutting us <laughs> off right in front of us and going the other way. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and we just like vividly both remember that happening and also kind of recognizing the car and saying, that, that car looks familiar, but it just didn't click in our heads. Then we're like, wait a minute. Did you honk at was him? That our, was that my father-in-law in the car? So we give him a call and say, and, and we ask him, like, hey, did you happen to make a U-turn when you went to Five Guys? And he's like, yes, that was us. <laughs> and I'm like, I was staring you down, and you were staring me <laughs> down, and we did not realize it at all. Oh, uh, that would have been a great fender bender. Like, you get out I all know. Mad. Like, how would we explain <laughs> that? Like, oh, uh, I ran into my father-in-law. It would have to like they would have they would think it's intentional, right? Like if you like just randomly, like, I didn't know you were there, and you ran into your father-in-law. Yeah, I mean, what are the odds? It's just so funny. We didn't realize it until after the fact, and we probably never would have realized it. Yeah, um, but I did say I did say some expletives. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty bad at the time. That wasn't the but first time you called was, your father. My wife that. was freaking out as well. <laughs> Hey, when you're behind the wheel and someone cuts you off, all all bets are off. I don't care if they're related to your wife or not. That's true. Um, let's get into the winner. I think I'm not getting into the fact calculator because Alex is not here. That's um, his favorite part of the whole pod. Is that's his favorite part, and we don't to we don't want to. Yeah, he loves the fact calculator, and I'm just gonna let it rest today because he he was the uh, loser. Should we week. do eeny meeny miny mo? No. Alex uh, lost, and I lost, and you, two weeks in a row, were the fact winner. Man, two weeks in a row. I won so hard, Alex faked being sick to not be on the show today. That's how hard I won. He said it was the most votes of all time? Yeah, he did probably look at the votes first and then decide, no, this is sickening. I am not the winner. Yeah, he did a little cough like from Zoolander. He's like, "Ah, ah, I can't, I can't go on. I'm sick. He, I completely buy that he he faked it out. Yeah, he, he's scared. Remember that one month where he won and he was like rubbing in our faces, and now I win and he's nowhere to be seen. But what's your uh, victory fat? My victory uh, fact. I keep saying <laughs> fat. All right, all right, Pat. What's your victory fact? Do you call me victory fat? <laughs> what you what's your victory fat? Man, you're much meaner without Alex here. I, I don't pull any punches. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, you know the Beatles, right? You heard I of them? I haven't heard of them. <laughs> yeah. They're the greatest band of all time. Uh, they used the word love 613 times in their songs. I, I thought you were going to say one song. I would buy it <laughs> if, you, if you said one song they said the word love. Yeah. Um, what's it? Uh, love Me Do? <laughs> I'm trying to think of something like Love Me Do. Yeah. I think that's about as many F words that are in um, a Martin Scorsese movie. Oh, yeah. Easy. It's probably like, I think Martin Scorsese times all his F words to match up with all the loves. Just to balance the scales. <laughs> yeah. You got to even it out somehow. That's why uh, the uh, Irishman was so long. The last half hour is just <laughs> De Niro counting with his fingers. 
F, 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 F. But what's funny, I've seen those crazy F counts, and I don't ever remember the movies having that many. Well, because they're, like, done so in a non... In, like, more, like, realistic ways, so it's not, like, jarring. You know, if you hear someone say, like, an F word once, you're like, whoa, that was weird. But if you hear, like, a bunch of people using the F word, you're like, you don't even notice it. Trust me, I'm a teacher. That's (laughs) correct. If it's all over the movie, you don't notice it, but you notice that one time in the PG-13 movie. Like, in every PG-13 movie, they get one card, and you always hear it. And it's like how you use it. Like you can say like F U, but you can't say I'm going to F U. It's like, like it's uh context as well. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I could be making it up, but I swear I heard that before. No, I'm just agreeing. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I like I, I'm taking your word for it, Pat. I can't get a read on you. One minute you're calling me fat, the next minute you agree with everything I say. But you know I, what time I, I it just, is. I just want to hear your fat. Pat's fun facts. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I want to hear your fat. This is like a weird ASMR <laughs> podcast now. <laughs> All right, here comes my fat. Oh, sorry. Fast facts. <laughs> All right, Pat's fast fun facts. Factacular. No song this week without Alex. Uh, number one, Nintendo trademarked the phrase, it's on like Donkey Kong in 2010. Was that even uttered in one of <laughs> One of the games? I don't I don't remember that in a game. Is it from like a, a TV show or what is that it's from? It, it was like someone said in like pop culture. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's in like one of the American pies. Yeah, it has but, to be like a marketing or like a from a movie or TV show. It has. But why Nintendo would Nintendo got scared? But yeah, why would they copyright that? So people can't say it's on like Donkey. Notice how we haven't heard it since. I do notice that. I wonder if it's in a new Avatar movie. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so out of place. <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, uh, what would be more out of place? Sixty f bombs in the new <laughs> Avatar, Avatar movie. <laughs> it's or, all like Donkey Kong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think uh, the f bombs would be more out of place. Yeah. Um, fact number two: the only difference between kosher salt and table salt is the grain size. Yeah, salt, salt. Yeah, but I thought like kosher salt was like how it was like wasn't it like blessed or some. No, it's just a name. I, I thought the same to- thing as well, but it's just a name. You can't. How do you bl- uh, bless us, our Lord, the salt? Yeah, it keeps our food fresh. No, I, I, I think that's just um, kosher foods and kosher salts are two different things. Well, um, I know that. Now. But the name, the name throws us off. It, it's stupid. Yeah, that's our weak fact. Oh, I think this is going to be your least favorite fact. The word friends is said in every episode of Friends. Which I don't believe. I don't know. I watched I watched like five hours of Friends on Sunday hungover, and I don't remember them saying in the word friends once. What do they say? I'm going to go meet my friends at the coffee shop? Yeah. I, or is it in like the theme song? No, I don't think it's in the theme song. And that wouldn't count if it's in every episode, if you have the in the theme song. <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, number four, Eugene Lazowski. A Polish doctor once faked an outbreak to keep the Nazis away, saving 8,000 people. I think that one could actually be expanded out to a full fact eventually. You should have kept that one in your back pocket, honestly. I could still talk about it in the future. Yeah, nobody will remember what you just said, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, And this is my favorite fact. Now, this one could be expanded. We could probably do like a whole series of facts about this. 
MLB umpires are required to wear black underwear in case they split their pants. How would you how would you expand on <laughs> that? You go into underwear throughout history and yeah. underwear in sports. So would it be like Haynes only came up with the black uh, boxer briefs because of the umpire's need for uh, privacy? It could be. This is something that you need to dive deep into when Alex comes back. That's one thing I've always wondered. We've never seen a umpire split their pants. It's because they wear black underwear. I bet you they have. I bet you you've seen it all the time. I wonder if the players have to wear matching underwear to their pants. Yeah. I'm surprised you don't see more underwear and and butts and all that stuff in in sports because, like, people... (laughs) I'm surprised people aren't getting maybe not the sports you watch. All, all over the place. Yeah, it is weird they don't rip their clothes more. At least in uh in uh baseball because they're always sliding around. Yeah, in football, I'm surprised. Like football clothes are just built so well because people are just ripping each other down, and no pants are flying off. So not one butt cheek has ever graced our screen on Sunday. Unless they're really good at editing that stuff out of yeah. the broadcast. I like it specifically MLB. Every other sport, they're like, eh, go ahead, split your pants, see what we care. Baseball, uh, they have I mean, some decorum. In baseball, that's the only sport I can think of where they bend over uh, a lot. Yeah, they kind of stand there. Well, maybe. Um, was that the fifth? That was the fifth and final fact. Wow, that, that one flew by. I um, know, because we didn't have all Alex's unnecessary you know, comments on everything. Yeah. Oh, so unnecessary. Alex down. is the most unnecessary of all. Uh, you're the fact winner. You know what I missed? You- okay. Yeah. Go ahead. This is I, the people at home know this. When I said they uh, trademarked that phrase in 2010, you know what Alex would have said? The year uh-huh. I was born. <laughs> the year I was born. That's he what the would've. fans are missing this week. But as a you lot saying- of the same jokes <laughs> that's been played out. For 53 episodes. <laughs> I know. My favorite part is when you say something like really intellectual and, and Alex has no idea what you're talking about or me. And we both go, okay, <laughs> as if we have any clue what you're talking about. It's my favorite part of the podcast. I think we just all say okay to each other. <laughs> okay. We have no clue how to respond. We yeah, just exactly. nod our head and say okay, carry on. <laughs> we know that there's a... They're pausing for effect. Let's just move this along by saying, okay. <laughs> Let's move um, it along. Move it along. And since I've been talking so much, how about you go first this week? All right. I'll do it. Uh, you know, I'm a pretty big fan of TikTok. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you talk about it's, it all the time. It's kind of gone downhill as of late. I, I've kind of lost my TikTok passion a little bit. It's kind of gotten old. I think their algorithm's feeding me more and more garbage as it goes, you know? The algorithm's crazy. Well, when it first started, I felt like it was feeding me all this, like, really good knowledge and interesting stuff. And now I'm just getting, like, nonsensical videos. Uh, Maybe that's just what happens with all social media. It just slowly goes downhill and becomes, like, base. (laughs) I wonder, can they gauge our reactions to videos other than just clicking on stuff, do they know like when you're smiling at like you're like, oh, I like that one where that guy fell down, and then all the other videos are when the guy falls down. You're getting into pretty creepy territory. <laughs> there, I'm Pat. sure it has. I'm sure that they would love to have access to your camera to see what you're doing, like your reactions. I'm surprised uh, 
uh, that isn't already a thing. Uh, I'm sure. I it think is. too many people would be freaked out about it. Um, if they if you found out. Well, si- sidebar, real quick. Uh, <laughs> slight distraction. No, no, this is interesting. <laughs> Somebody actually came up to me at work today and said, "Hey, be perfectly honest with me. Do you guys uh, run that software on my laptop where it takes a picture of me every two minutes to make sure I'm still working?" Oh wow, do you? Uh, no, I said oh. <laughs> if if we did, I wouldn't be working here anymore. That's I would not. You know, I would not push that on somebody. Yeah, no, that sounds awful. Yeah, like those tests that like look at your eye movement to see if you're looking away. Yeah, there's been a lot of people who complain about that. And those people are cheaters. Yes, people who are constantly looking away at other Const- stores. <laughs> they're, they're very, very big cheaters. Um, no, I'm like, and also, wouldn't you have to disclose that to your employees that you take pictures with their camera every two minutes? I, I, I This guy is paranoid. It was also probably doing some... Shady stuff. You should keep an eye on him. <laughs> uh, he's he's on my radar. Uh, he did say, hey, my laptop's not running too well because uh, I've been... And I'm like, what were you doing? He's like, well, I was using it in bed. And I'm like, well, that's probably not the, a fantastic place to use your laptop because your computer can't cool itself when it's on a blanket, sir. Yeah, that, I'm sure that's what's wrong with it. Yeah, he was doing work, and uh, yeah. folks at home can't see quotations. They can uh, feel it, though. Everyone felt it. I felt it. But I can see the firewall. I know that half our traffic is Netflix and YouTube. So, you know, I know people are doing that while they're working. And, and you know, that's as long as they get their stuff done, I'm fine. Uh, and your fact this week is putting it a list of names out there. These are all the people <laughs> that aren't doing our work. Yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, Come to my office. I don't have an office, but I don't care. I could shut the computer off if I wanted to. I don't really care. But a- anyways, back on to the fact, Pat. <laughs> yeah, what, I forget where we started. but I was perusing TikTok the other day, and I saw this video of somebody, I guess, on a boat on a river. And uh, off to the side of the river, there's this tree that goes over it. And there's creatures jumping off into the water. And I'm like huh, what are these creatures? And I look closer, and I'm like, I think those are monkeys. And I'm like, those definitely are monkeys. And I'm like, this looks like Florida, too. Like, what in the hell is there monkeys jumping off trees into the river in (laughs) Florida? What what is going on here? (laughs) What was it specifically, like alligators in the water? or Well, I'm from Louisiana. (laughs) I I know that scenery of, like, the trees and the moss and the... In like the swampy looking area, so I'm like, I've never seen monkeys in the swamps, and I'm yeah. sure maybe somewhere they li- naturally they live there's swampland, but sure enough, these were Florida monkeys, and I'm like, there is, <laughs> I'm like trying to rack my brain, I'm like, there's no native monkeys to Florida that 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 I know of. Yeah, are orangutans from Florida? No, no, there's like, no... Aren't oranges from Florida? Orangutan? Sort the of only, like the word orange. <laughs> the only primate I know from Florida is uh, man. Florida man. Florida man. <laughs> <laughs> Florida man. Yeah, it's the only primate I know. So I, I obviously my interest was piqued, and I had to look into this further. And this happened to be silver spring state park in florida i've never been have you have you ever been to silver spring state park no i've been i'm sure if you had you would have you would have seen these monkeys 
and Wait, uh, the monkey. They're indigenous to the this area. No, well, oh. they're not indigenous, and uh, we'll find out how they got there here in a second. But <laughs> sorry, no, no. Shut up and let me tell. My it's a good friend. question to ask because that, that's exactly what I was thinking. Um, these are the rhesus uh, macaws. Uh, so like the little tiny monkeys. You ever seen? They're, I think they're like the one of the most the prolific mon- monkeys. Yeah, they're, they're all over the place. They're little tiny ones. You've probably seen them in Makuchi a lot of different monkeys. movies. I, I, they might even be the same monkey that's like in Indiana Jones when, when the kid chokes on the poisoned apricot or something like that. Uh, I got to watch Indiana Jones again. There's a new one coming out. Nah, we'll, 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 we'll get <laughs> off that. <laughs> uh, but... How did they get there? And that was the question I kept like asking myself. So urban legend claims that they escaped uh, from a 1939 movie set, like uh, Tarzan Finds a Son, <laughs> which I didn't know there was a movie called Tarzan Finds a Son. There's probably uh, 20 Tarzan movies uh, from that time period. Most it's likely. all about like things he stumbles upon in the woods. <laughs> Tarzan <laughs> yeah. Finds a Son. Tarzan Finds a Wallet. <laughs> Tarzan... Uh, finds a tree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it seems like a pretty boring concept. I think Tarzan was interesting at the time. I, I, Tarzan sure can't some... find 30 monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sure some historian knows why Tarzan was particularly popular at the time. Uh, but that turned out to be not true. The, these monkeys are not from the movie Tarzan Finds no. a Wait. I knew if you said it first, that wasn't going to be the one, but yeah, I was hoping and it was. The real question I have is, uh, don't you find a a mate to create a son? Like, uh, is, no. he, is Tarzan kidnapping a kid? He, it's so clear in the title, he found him. <laughs> like he lost his son and then re-found him? No, uh, so, you just find... You can be we gotta watch this find, movie. <laughs> you just find... You don't find kids everywhere you go? No, but I don't <laughs> kidnap them and call them my son. That's how Tarzan just showed up in the woods, and then one day another kid showed up, and he said, <laughs> you're my son now. <laughs> well, uh, back to the monkeys at hand. In the <laughs> 1930s, there was a uh, kind of a a strange riverboat captain named Colonel Tui. And oh, he, yeah. He, I guess, ran... Like riverboat tours along the along the river in Florida, and he released six monkeys because he thought it would you know make it interesting for the passengers and the tourists. Like, okay, you're you you actually feel like you're in the jungle because these monkeys are on this island on the river. Yeah, but what he didn't think was these monkeys are super <laughs> strong swimmers and they wouldn't stay on the island in the river. Are monkeys strong swimmers? I wouldn't have thought that. Yeah, well, I mean. They were jumping off the tree them. into the water, and they weren't drowning. They were just having a blast. They no, didn't tell me plopping. how the video ended. I thought they were all, like, killing themselves. <laughs> like lemmings? <laughs> no, they weren't like lemmings. Uh, that's another uh, fact that's not true, though, by the way. <laughs> lemmings don't commit suicide in mass. Um, I might Side bring fact. that in. Yeah, I might bring that in some point. Alex uh, isn't going to listen to this, so bring it in next week, and I'll yeah, be surprised. A good lemming fact. Everybody loves lemmings. Um but no, yeah, they're strong swimmers, and they made it to shore, and he ended up releasing more because he wanted to, like, even give a greater effect that the tourists were in, 
like a African or uh, Asian uh, jungle area. Yeah, somewhere exotic. Yeah, somewhere exotic. And yeah, the b- business boom. People wanted to go out there and see the monkeys. And by the 80s, there were over 400 monkeys Jeez. in the forests of Silver Spring State Park. That's, I said this once. I said that's this That's a lot times. of monkeys. And it's too many monkeys. It's too many monkeys. And how did we not know of this before? I don't, well, we don't live in Florida. Well, I also kind of read in, in like my research that they kind of not necessarily covered it up, but they don't want to advertise it because they don't want people to come out there and pester the monkeys or like get them all riled up. Because I'll, I'll explain here in a second why you wouldn't want to do that. But... Um, between the years of 1984 and 2012, since the monkeys' populations is so so large, they wanted to try to control it a little bit. So they allowed like uh, companies to come in there and trap the monkeys and sell them to biomedical research facilities. That's annoying. Yeah, Leave those so monkeys alone. That's what a lot of animal rights uh, activists said. And that's what this, my half of the podcast is turning into. Mike brings in a fact about animals. <laughs> And it's me defending them. Well, you, in 2015, you can't trap trap them anymore. So, uh, and and the local pop, like the local uh, people in charge, they don't know what to do because they it's a lose lose situation. You can't take out the monkeys because you would make a lot of local people angry. Yeah, and you can't just let them, you know, go. <laughs> spread out because that's not great for the uh, local wildlife either. So it's kind of like a lose-lose situation. They can't just put, like, I guess they're not fit to go back to wherever they should be from. Well, they've or been here for over a hundred years now or close. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess they've so. been here for a while. Um, no, they can't really go back because they're so used to living here now and they could transfer, you know, disease diseases that they might have got from here over to wherever they brought them to. So yeah, thing we'd hope for is they catch a disease here and they all wipe themselves out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like I said earlier, they're not great on the environment. Like they kill local bird species because they eat the eggs out of the nest and that sort of thing. And See, now I'm back out. I'm against these monkeys now. And they also cause like havoc on like local farms. They eat the, the crops and that sort of thing. Uh, um, and Disease. I spoke of disease earlier, but some of the, some of these diseases are transferable to humans. Like a so pox, they, you, like you would say, they, they have hepatitis B. Oh wow! And, and it's not uh, fatal to them. It, it's like dormant in them, or it just doesn't affect them at all. It just lives on them. And if they scratched you or bit you or anything like that, you could Ew. get hepatitis B, and it's very fatal for humans because it's not. A common thing we would get. You know what? Get rid of these monkeys. Change my mind. But these monkeys have not been seen over the, all the years to really bite anybody. So there's not any real cases that I've that I've found that people have caught hepatitis B from these monkeys. But asterisks here. People who have captured the monkeys and studied them, some of them have caught hepatitis B from them. Mm, see now i don't even know what to believe in anymore am i on the monkey side mike tell me which side i'm on i'm i'm always pro monkey 
Everybody knows <laughs> that. I've always been a big <laughs> monkey supporter. Yeah, the giant back the, tattoo. I think they're the coolest uh, animal uh, around. Uh, they're funny, unique, <laughs> and uh, smart. They're just the perfect animal, really. You're just describing Alex. <laughs> Alex is the perfect animal. He's so. around. <laughs> He's funny, unique. <laughs> so, I don't know about that last yeah. one, though. Yeah, I don't know go. about the last one. Uh, yeah. So I'm like, well, this th- that's funny that there's monkeys in Florida. And then I'm like, this has to be like a one-off thing, right? Uh, turns out, no. <laughs> there are other colonies of monkeys in Florida. And there's a whole another variety. Uh, they're vervet monkeys. They're kind of like the monkeys that look very velvety. Oh, I don't know what that, but it sounds smooth. They're, they're very beautiful looking monkeys. They're very velvety and, and, and they like look like really a rich like monkeys. monkeys. They look like the rich monkeys of like the, um, but they live in the forest of Danya beach, just on the outskirts of the Fort Lauderdale airport. So all the forests around the airport, these are filled with these monkeys. Man, um, I wish we had monkeys around us. Uh, the reason why they're there, I guess in the forties, they escaped a roadside zoo. <laughs> so we believe that, but we don't believe the movie one, which would be more fun. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm sure sh- I, I did read there's other um, areas in Florida where they have monkey populations. So monkeys, monkeys are just uh, all over Florida if you looked hard enough for them. Yeah. Uh, plus all a bunch of other invasive species like uh, <laughs> anacondas. And uh, iguanas and all sorts of things. I, I think moral of the story: it sounds like Florida is just the perfect breeding ground for any creature for the for the most part. <laughs> yeah, diseases. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Hurricanes. My, yeah. So my fact is called uh, Monkey River. Oh, that's a cute name, and you don't have Alex here to punch it up. Yeah, Monkey River, like Florida Monkey or Florida. Mankey or Florida monkey. Now we need Alex here to punch this up. Yeah, we'll stick I'll, with yours. I'll send him an email, but, <laughs> but for now, it's Monkey River. He has to still write it down. You know how he spends his time <laughs> writing it down. And I edit talking. it out every every time. <laughs> <laughs> he sits there like, he sits there mumbling to himself and writing it down, <laughs> and I edit it out every time. It's my favorite part is when he repeats it back to us. <laughs> All right. So I have a very quick fact, but I it was like I thought this was fun. It's more of like a bullet points history of things. Have you ever heard of a vending machine? It such is this a trick <laughs> question? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to introduce the crux of my fact, and you seemed a little confused. <laughs> have you ever seen a vending machine? Just looking for a yes to move on. I thought it was a trick <laughs> question for a second. No, uh, do you know anything about like the history of vending machines? No, I do know there's like a lot of unique ones out there though. So that's what I'll get. Uh, I'm gonna my I think the reason I went down this rabbit hole was I looked up what was the first vending machine, and I think that's the most unique one. So I'll save that to last. So we're actually gonna get to my main fact last. But vending machines, they go way way back, back to the first century. But our story is gonna start. 
1822 because that's when they started really, you know, showing up everywhere. So in 1822, Richard Carlyle created a newspaper vending machine that would sell banned works that you couldn't get anywhere. Oh, so, like uh, ban- like uh, weird <laughs> books and no, I think it was like uh, I think it was more like uh, political, like you mm. know, different belief systems that you know you can't you can't think that. So we're gonna which make country them illegal. was this in America or this is I believe in England. England, okay, yeah, we have freedom of speech here, so we don't have to worry about these banned books machines. We have freedom of speech now more than ever. <laughs> yes. Um, thank you. Then Tom. fast forward. Thank you, yay. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> fast forward to 1883 when a postcard vending machine was created by Percival Everett, and they would be they were in train stations all around London. So it's 1800s. You see, it like that's a long time. 1822 to 1883, not much. You know, variety. They went from newspapers to postcards, and 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 by vending machine, I feel like it's probably kind of loosely. Like you probably just put some money like a locker. into a box and then just grab it out. I did see looking at. I was looking at like craziest vending machines, and so I was like, that's just like a locker with like food in it. <laughs> like it was like you get fresh lettuce. And I'm like, I don't think that's a vending machine. Yeah, it's just a refrigerator that you can open the door and get the lettuce out of. Yeah. Um, it wasn't until 1888, now we're sh- truncating the time, that the Adams Gum Company started vending Tutti Frutti gum. So now, we're, like, that's when we're like, okay, that's a vending machine. Uh, yeah, that, that's a vending machine, all right. Yeah, has food in it. Uh, as time moved on, vending machines started vending stamps, peanuts, hot and cold beverages, but... Cigarettes. Unfortunately... Yeah, probably. Oh, yeah. You no, remember, oh, I was at the bowling alley when I was a kid, and I saw a vending machine with cigarettes. I'm like, what? In, what is? Yeah, this? those were the cool ones because you yeah. could, like they had like little levers you could pull. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I thought, and I never got to use one. I did pull on them when we were at the pizza shop. But what's funny no. is they wouldn't check your ID, so if you had money, you could just as a kid get it. You know, the good old days. Yeah, back when you uh, get candy, candy cigarettes. Candy cigarettes, real cigarettes, as long as they're in the vending machine. <laughs> and you got $10. Um, so, unfortunately, people, since the dawn of vending machines, what comes with vending machines but trying to steal from vending machines? Yeah, that's the old, like, oh, I got two bags of chips. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like the second someone's like, all right, I'm going to leave now, and I trust you to use this machine with no one around. And then uh, people would use metal, wood, ice, slugs to trick the machines. Uh, so much so that they had to make laws against it. It's illegal to use it. That's how bad thievery got. But yeah, it's, guess, it's a little harder now when it's just like a credit card swipe. Yeah. Um, I guess the only way to do it now would just be like to break the glass and then <laughs> just, <get> move. <laughs> but like, who's really gonna like risk their uh, life over a can of soda? There is uh, one of my favorite, I don't want to dive too deep in this, my favorite Simpsons scenes is Homer gets both his arms stuck in vending machines, yeah, and at the, the firemen are there, <laughs> and they're like about to cut off his arms, and the guy goes, Homer, are you just holding on to the cans? He said, um, <laughs> yeah. and it just cuts to him rubbing his arm. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, Pat. As a kid, I did see if I could reach my arm up there to grab like a I've can. done it. Uh, just out of curiosity, you know, if I could. I, I couldn't. Yeah. 
I no because they have that little. Once you put it in, you push up the little flap. It blocks you. My my favorite though is when somebody gets somehow stuck inside a vending machine or a claw <laughs> machine, like a kid or something. Like they crawl you have to send in me there. A picture. Like kids, kids, kids can get into crazy places. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, claw machines. That's funny because then you could be like, "Oh, I have to win this kid," and <laughs> that's how uh, Tarzan, Tarzan. That's found how that Tarzan got his kid. You and I were both, were both thinking the same exact racing to the joke. <laughs> but vending machines now are a thirty billion dollar industry, which we should really get in the vending vending machine game. Um, I feel like it's like you have to have a whole bunch of them to really start making a big profit. Like it just one vending machine's probably not going to do a big dent. See, you are always putting me down, putting down my ideas. No, this is why I, I'm, I'm never going to start my vending machine. We just need to make our empire very large <laughs> to start. That's how most empires start. Yeah, they start off really big. Yeah, <laughs> and then they only get bigger. Uh, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Um, you can get a vending machine that'll make you a full pizza. They like roll the dough, they put on the sauce, and and then they cook it in ninety seconds. I'm glad you mentioned that. That's that's one vending machine I would invest money in. Like I would buy that and put it somewhere, as long as it's good pizza. Because you know, well, you can't buy one. You'd have to buy a whole empire's worth. <laughs> yes. I don't know if you listen to our, our uh, plan here. All right, I'll start with buying sixteen. Yes. Is that how many that makes an empire? Sixteen vending machine for, for right. a pizza machine. That's a that's a big investment. So, yeah. So my whole fact is just based around what was the first vending machine. So before we get to the very first, it's just a one-off fact. This is like if I did a calendar fact and actually looked up other facts about it. But here are some of the craziest vending machines that I think I found it. Uh, these on thetravel.com. So who knows how verifiable <laughs> true the source is? But it made me laugh. <laughs> Um, in Switzerland, you can buy cheese. Yeah, it, like they—I guess it's twenty-four hours. They replenish it, but you can get cheese. Yeah, I think I've seen one in America too. Uh, Jap- I bet you half of these are from Japan. Uh, I saved that for the last. Okay, the okay. Because <laughs> everyone knows where that's going. Um, you can get uh, in the U.S. They have cupcake vending machines and cookie vending machines. That's pretty fun. Yeah, I, you know, I'm always a big backer of cupcakes as long as they're high quality. Come, oh, well, that's a lot of caveats to throw on. Well, I, I don't waste my time with uh, low quality uh, bakery items. Really? No. That's all I eat is low I quality refuse. bakery like, I have high standards because if I didn't have high standards for my bakery items, then I would just be like out of control. So the pizza vending machine, sight unseen, you're buying 16. The cupcake one, you have to do a quality control test first. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, did you, This one's insane. Did you know in Abu Dhabi you can buy gold bars and coins in a vending machine? No, but I, I question why you would need that. It's just uh, apparently it's something they have in like five star hotels that <laughs> if you're staying there, you're like, you know what? I want a gold bar. <laughs> Convert my cash into gold. I feel like the cash <laughs> is just about to go downhill fast. How do yes. I get gold as fast as possible? Um, in China, you can uh, you get a live crab. That one sounds sad. You can get a live crab in a vending machine. Yeah. That that uh, makes sense. When I was in China, that 
go through the markets, the markets have crazy uh, random foods. Like uh, tanks full of snakes and <laughs> all sorts of eels That's and fun. all sorts of fun stuff to eat. Nice. Um, so, and in like uh, Singapore, you can get a luxury car in a vending machine. We have now we have Carvana, which is like a giant vending machine. Uh, side note, they, they are about to uh, file for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Uh, I better get my car. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, okay, this is brings us to Japan. Uh, and Could I guess? Yes, yeah, so you go for it. I think I remember there being a story about a vending machine that dispenses uh, panties. Well, the the urban, not urban legend, I guess it did happen. They were used schoolgirl panties. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> Because it was like a combination of like, oh, in Japan, they're so tech focused that they would have vending machines and they're so horny that they would be full of, uh, you know, school fun, girls. Funny thing is, is I bet you those were worn by like uh, monkeys in like a warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently it wasn't. So it is illegal. In 1993, uh, people got caught doing this and it, you know, it violates a lot of laws having, you know, it's the whole idea was like, it was like schoolgirl. Like it was very like disgusting. And they, in 1993, it became illegal. Fe- fetishes in Japan, I, you know, just just be straight with it. Um, but the article I read, it was just like it wasn't like if you go to Japan, it's not like this was something that was like on every street corner. Oh it was no, like, it's probably like in it's some something weird, shady, like in a shady place. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you know, yeah. People always make it sound like this; these are everywhere. No, like you have to probably search high and low for the the one shady, <laughs> yeah, shady one. Um, I did see somebody post about like a vending machine in China or Japan that you could get a picture of a random stranger. <laughs> That's fun. That's and weird. What, That's... Yeah, which it seems odd. Like, why would you want a picture of a random stranger? But people were getting them. Be weirder than if they gave you a picture of someone you know. <laughs> like, oh, how'd you get that? Um, you can actually get regular unused underwear and panties now in vending machines. That's, so that seems all, actually pretty useful, though. Like, what happens if you shit your pants out in public? What happens? What happens if you're an umpire late for the game? Yeah, and you forgot and your black your underwear whities. and you're wearing yeah. tidy whities. Yes. That's like Outside of every ball, ballpark needs the black undie machine. Yeah, 100%. Um, and then this last one I thought was kind of fun. And it was up until 2002. You could get, like, non really like not totally illegal drugs in vending machines in Japan. Like you could get uh, mushrooms, psychedelic mushrooms, but it, they stopped it in 2002 when they had the world cup. Cause they didn't want foreigners going to judge them <laughs> shaking their fingers. <laughs> no, I think they didn't want foreigners to go and eat all these edibles and <laughs> save them for but, us. Exactly. Um, so those are the crazy vending machines, but the history of vending machines all Thank starts travel. com. Thank you, the travel. Not even travel.com, the travel. So oh, I don't know if this oh. even this could be, all be fake. None of these could be fact. Who knows? Um, but back in first, this is not from the travel.com. This was my first fact I found. Oh, thank you. Back in first century Roman Egypt, there was an issue. Mm. Heron of Alexandria had an issue. The people were taking too much holy water. They were taking more than they their fair share. So you know what he did. He created a vending machine. Okay. 
that dispersed holy water. The very first vending machine, you put a coin in, and it would just drip out a little bit of holy water. You get a little cup, and then you move on to the next person. And so that is the very first vending machine. Funny thing, uh, I did see a video of a pizza restaurant (laughs) that had a vending machine in there that created like filtered water, and it's called New York water. And they use oh, that nice. to make their pizza. I guess there's a com- I guess there's a company. <laughs> yeah, I guess there's a company that sells a machine that like uh, makes wa- tap water into New York water somehow. I, I don't know. <laughs> they have rats swim around it. <laughs> yeah, that that might be another fact for the for the road. <laughs> and there you go, holy water vending machine. That's my fact. I, all I wanted to say was the very first vending machine dispensed holy water back in the first century. And then I just told you, I wasted 20 minutes talking about random other vending machines. I'm glad we found out about those. (laughs) Yeah. All right. And my fact is called Holy Water Vending Machine. All right. Your two facts this week are Monkey River from myself. And I just, now I know why (laughs) Alex Rice is down. (laughs) (laughs) Holy water vending machine. And it's literally just exactly what I said. <laughs> Nothing. By Pat. I need Alex to punch him up. Yeah. So vote at factallpodcast.com. There'll be a link in the show notes. Click that. Vote. And also, don't forget to go to Apple Podcasts and give us a review. We need some more reviews. Like, we don't have a ton. Yeah. Uh, I would like to see some feedback. It'd be great. Uh yeah. We'll be back full force, uh, maybe, with Alex, as long as he's healthy. I hope so. Uh, also, crossed. we're going to be taking a break over Christmas at some point, so we might be gone for two, maybe three weeks. Who knows? Um, but thanks for listening. This is the Fact Off. Have a great week. <laughs> Bye.